Heavenly Father, as we go into your word, speak more of your gift into our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Use this period, Lord, to remind us of the gift that you have given to us. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Um, I know you know what I'm going to talk about. The gift. As you can see from the playlet, the first person is not even aware that he had a gift. Do you belong to that category? Begin to ask yourself, whether you are blessed with gift, you are blessed with talent, and you don't realize that you have this gift, that is for the first person. She was thinking, she's a loser. But the gift is right there on her head. And she has even been using that gift without knowing. Maybe you have been doing the same thing. The second person is afraid of opening his gift. Why? Because he doesn't want to leave his comfort zone. Let's put our hand for the missionaries. Let's put our hand for them. Hallelujah. There are a lot of people that are serving God in volatile places. Even in this land, people are serving God. The second person, like I said, he doesn't want to leave his comfort zone. He doesn't want an area where mosquitoes will be biting him, where the heat will be too much, where the war is going on. The third person, he was so excited because he had the gift of teaching. Teaching the little kid. Even at the beginning, he was nervous. But after some times, he got used to it. Maybe you belong to that category as well. That you are afraid. You are seeing yourself that, can I do it? Or how will I go about it? Why the fourth person hate failure? She doesn't want to fail. Because she is to do evangelism. She wants people to appreciate him or appreciate her. Do you belong to that group? Brethren, turn with me to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. From verse 1 to 11. Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. You know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshipping speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking of the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. 
The same spirit gives great, of, great faith to another, and to someone else the one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown tongues, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. Praise the Lord. So first, what is gift? Gift is a thing given willingly to someone without payment. That is a present. It's a gift. Gift is natural ability or talent. That is gift. There are gifts and there are spiritual gifts. So what is spiritual gift? The simple answer is that there are gifts we have which enable us to do the work of service in God's kingdom through the power of the Holy Spirit. So spiritual gifts are not natural talent. Spiritual gift is not what? Not natural talent. Although it might flow from natural talent. They are not learn skilled. The spiritual gifts are not learned. It's not what you learn. It's not what you learn. For instance, maybe someone who, who has been feeling shy to invite people to his home. I just want to give you a sample of spiritual gift. You are someone you are always feel shy to invite people or to, call, to tell people when you are eating, come and eat. But the day you meet Jesus, the day, the day you are blessed, you discover that, yes, you, there is need for you to share things. And you begin to do that. That is spiritual gift. It's not something that you are born with. Many of us here, there are some things we were doing before. There are some things we could not even do. But the day we have met Jesus, we started doing it. A lot of us here that are sitting down, maybe we get annoyed easily. You fight people easily. You talk to people anyhow. But the day you realize who Jesus is, you don't do that again. And that becomes part and parcel of you. That is a gift. So that type of gift, gift is called spiritual gift. If I begin to ask every one of you one by one, I'm sure you will have one or two things to tell me regarding what I've just said. So, from the Bible references we have just read, gifts are gifts. Gifts are gifts. They are not reward. It's not reward of your holiness. It's not reward of my humbleness. It's not reward of your coming to church every time. It's not reward of know how to pray. Gifts are gifts and not reward. This you have to know. Your talent 
or gift from God is not a reward. All your holiness. The church in Corinth, 1 Corinthians 5, verse 1. I read from NIV. 1 Corinthians 5, verse 1. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of kind that even pagans do not tolerate a man sleeping with his father's wife. Despite this unholiness in the church of Corinth, we could see that God still blessed them with gift. God still gives them with gift. From the scripture we have read, verse 7 says, Therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. The Bible is confirming that the, the people of the Corinthians, the church in Corinth, they did not lack any spiritual gift. Despite that, they are unholy. So they lack nothing. That shows that our Lord does whatever pleases him in his own way. Every God gift or talent are dispensed by Holy Spirit. Whatever talent you have, whatever gift that you discover later that you have, these gifts have been given to you by Holy Spirit. And that is confirming the scripture we have just read also. That is 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11b. And it distributes them to each one just as he determined. So don't look at somebody that he can pray very well. How I wish I had that gift. Your gift is different. What God has destined for you is quite different from what he has destined for me. There are many of us that we have multiple gifts. We have a sample in the praise and worship. Some can sing. At the same time, they can play instruments. Why some can sing, uh, sing alone. And among us also, there are people with multiple talents, multiple gifts of God. But do you really realize that this gift is with you? Do you even think that you have gifts? Are you like that sister that was thinking that she is a loser? Do you think you are a loser? No. There is always something that God has created you to do. Praise the Lord. So Holy Spirit distributes the gift as it wills. So every Christian has gift. Every one of you sitting here, you all have gift. Ephesians 4, 7. I'm reading from New King James Version. But to each of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Every one of you. The gifts have been given according to your ability. According to what you can withstand. The book of 1 Peter, chapter 4, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. I'm also reading from NIV. Each of you should use whatever gift you have, you have received, to serve others as faithful stewards of God's 
grace in its various forms. It's not necessary that you use all your gifts outside. You can use it to serve in the house of God. That second person was saying that administration. How can I use that to serve God? To God be the glory today, even among the council, we have somebody who is very knowledgeable about administration. And he's using that to serve God. We do have so many things we are doing. We go to park, we do so many things. Programs. You can use that gift. If you have that gift, not only in the office, you can, add, you, you can practice that. You can use that gift as well to help in the kingdom of God, to help people bring things to the kingdom of God. One of my ushery team, our schedule for week, used to be four pages. He came up with an idea. And he developed that idea very perfect. That four pages become one page. Or maybe two, two, two pages. We are now using only single paper to print our schedule. That is part of gift. There are many of us here that you are blessed with gift. Helping the technical team. Recently one of our pastors also volunteered to be there. It's a gift that God has given him. Are you hiding yourself? Are you insulating yourself? For people to understand that, oh, this brother is blessed. Praise the Lord. So, every Christian has gifts. Each and every one of you sitting here today, looking at me, you all have gifts. If you don't have gifts, shout hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> you see? We all believe we have gifts. But the gifts are different. They are not the same thing. They differ in kind, in purpose. And even the end result is different. Somebody is afraid of going for evangelism because of the result. She doesn't want failure. When Brother Claudio was here, he said, when you, go, when you fall to the ground, that's not the end of it. In my place, they, they used to say, when a child falls down, he look at the front. But when an adult falls down, he will look back to see what has caused, that, caused him to fall down. Why is he looking at that? So that he will know next time, I will not allow this thing to fall me. So, our gifts are different. From the scripture we have read, that is 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 to 6, says, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. The same God, the God that created me to be a, to be a fine boy, also created you to be a fine girl. Hallelujah. Are you not beautiful? Are you not fine? Hallelujah. So, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. 
God who has blessed you to have a very good job is the same God that blessed somebody that is looking for a job. Don't think that uh, you, 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 you are more privileged. No. He knows how to do it. So, they are different in kind. That is, in service as well, they are different. In the result, end result, they are different. They are also different in, they differ in measure. Verse 7 says, that is Ephesians 4, 7. Ephesians 4, 7. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. God will not give you what you cannot dispense. In those days, we, in, in Nigeria, we used to have uh, uh, the dispenser, they call it now, where you go and get small, small drugs. Where, this, am I correct? Dispensary, something like that. In those days. So if you, like in the village, they have those people to do that. So, your gift also you need to dispense it to people. In verse 11, it confirms this of the scripture we have read. Verse 11. All these are the work of the one and the same spirit, and he distributes them. Whatever gift you have, you need to distribute it. Let people benefit from you. That is why God has given you that gift. Then, when this gift is given to you, even though it is given individual, but they are for the whole body, for the whole body of Christ, not just for you alone. First Corinthians twelve seven. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Praise the Lord. I was talking to one brother in my house before I travel, and uh, I said, okay, I would like to make use of your wife for my messages. He jumped at it. I said, my wife will love it because she has that gift. The husband has recognized the sister has the gift. How do I get to know? I've seen what is happening in the altar here whenever the the, the good women, the sisters, whenever they are having programs, have been seeing the handwork of God in that sister. Even among the children, when they are having the, when they are having their program. So, are you hiding your own gift, brethren? The gift that was given for, to you is not just for you; it's for everybody to benefit. It's for everybody to have something to say. Yes, this is a gift. One of the brothers is a missionary in this land. He also approached me and said that, oh, I love this. We had one skit here that time. He also came forward because he had that gift, the gift of drama. That ministry, we had it before. What happened? Okay, maybe practice, okay? We know we are always very busy. But it's a gift. If you know you are blessed, please use it for the glory of God. All of you are smiling when the children were presenting the skit here. Yes. 
You can do more than that. Many of you are blessed. But because you feel shy like that sister also, that said, okay, I don't want to, I don't want failure. Maybe you are afraid of failure. When you fall down, you have to rise again. Yesterday night we heard here that the dry bone, they rose again. There is hope. There is hope. Praise the Lord. Are you sleeping? Okay, thank you. So, individual gifts are given for the old. If you read that um, 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 13 to 31, I will quickly rush over it. You will understand better what I've just said, that the individual gifts are given for the old. Verse 13, For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body. So, it doesn't mean whosoever you are, whether you are born again, whether you are this, whether somebody is uh, worshipping idols, when you have gift, you can use that gift to bring him back from the darkness to light. Your background doesn't matter. Your background cannot disqualify you when God has given you that gift. Today, there are many men of God that if you look at their background, you will not listen to them. So your background cannot disqualify you from the God-given gift to you. There are some people also, the gift that are given to them, they are using it in a negative way. We belong to the same body. Verse 14. Even so, the body is not made of one part, but many. Yes, we all know that. Student of biology. The bodies are made with one, with, they are just one but many parts. So, if your gift, the gift you have, if you are not using it, how will other be benefit? He, now, verse 15 says, Now, if the fool should say, Because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it will not, for that reason, stop me part of the body. So, whatever gift you have, if the praise and worship say, okay, we, are not, we don't want to give our gift. That does not mean they are still not part of the TBLF. They have to use their gift as a body of Christ. Praise the Lord. So if you have the gift of teaching, the Friday class, they are calling upon you. If you have the gift on how to serve people. How to serve people. The ushering team is there. If you can pray without repeating a word twice, and you can pray from now till tomorrow, intercessory is waiting for you. Praise the Lord. We are blessed. Only that we are scared. Some of us, the gift is there. We don't know. Is right inside our heart. So, you cannot say you are not part of the TBLF. You can't say you are not part of the church of God. You may use your gift here. Wherever you find yourself also, use your gift. 
Praise the Lord. So, I jump to verse 21 of that uh, 1 Corinthians 12. The eyes cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. Yes. Pastor cannot tell the choir that he doesn't need them. The choir cannot say, okay, I don't need the we don't need the congregation. Can they do it alone? The church itself cannot say we don't need you, the congregation. You are part of it. Let's give a clap offering for God. <laughs> Praise, the, Praise God. There are some people that are thinking that their gift is insignificant. That, how can I use this gift? There are many people sitting down here that if there is a little dirt on the ground here, they can spot it. Why can't you use that gift to clean the house of God? One sister approached Pastor Leslie and said, look, this is the area I want to serve. I want to get the house of the Lord clean. It's a gift that God has given unto her. She could no longer hide it. She came forward and said, look, I need to serve God. Are you hiding your gift? So those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. Those parts, those of you that you are thinking, the kind of gift, gift you have, that pastor don't need it. We need it. It is required. They are crucial for the kingdom of God. It depends how, how you use it. It depends. You need to use it wise, wisely. So, verse 28. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostle, second, prophet, third, teacher, then miracles, then gift of healing, of help, of guidance, of different kind of tongues. However, what kind of tongue do you have? What kind of gift of tongue you have? So, for everybody, they were blessed. When Pastor Shane was here, we could see that he is gifted in praise and worship. When Pastor Lekan was here, we could see that Brother Matthew had been serving this church right from the inception. They are gifted. How long have you been here? How long have you been in Oman? Don't worry. If you have a gift and you are afraid, TBOLF is having that program to develop you. You all know what I'm talking about. Discipleship training is starting on Sunday. If you are hiding, if you never attend discipleship training, you will not know the kind of blessing that you have. When I was in um, Mind of Christ, we were told that uh, 
Look for where God is at work. And do what? And join him. My instructor is here. That time. So you have to look for where God is at work. You are blessed. You are in a place where they want you to grow. TBLF is organizing discipleship for you to grow spiritually. The discipleship that is being organized is not just for fun. Just try and start from the beginning. Not just going there and try to discuss and take over the discussion. Go there. Let whatever they are teaching you, let it go into your mind. Let it register in your mind. So, anyway, that is one side. I will come back to that. So, you cannot say because you have the gift of prayer and of singing. Because you have these two gifts that you want to stand alone. That is not possible. The Bible is confirming where two or three are gathered together in his name that is there. The question is, what are you doing with your gift? Begin to ask yourself, do you have gifts that you do not realize you have them? If you belong to this category, then there are three Ds. Those in construction, they know when they talk about three Ds. I'm not talking about that three Ds now. The number one D is that you must discover your gift. You must develop your gift. And that is discipleship training that's being organized by the church. You must dispense your gift. Get yourself in ministry. Get yourself in ministry. Find your way there to serve God. Oh, come and see. And see the Lord is good. When you taste God, you will know that God is good to serve. Praise God. So, verse 12, uh, verse 11b once again, all are important and needed by the body. That is what he says. Every Christian should nurture their gift. The moment you discover your gift, you need to nurture it. We are emphasizing and developing spiritual gifts in TBLF. Because we believe that every Christian life should be used for God's kingdom purposes. This is why TBLF is organizing discipleship training. God's plan is that the people, first of all, take on his character and his likeness. And then be part of the divine conspiracy to bring people to the kingdom of God. And this is the transformation of the world that we make the world to overcome evil. The way that you can do this is to be a disciple and making disciples for Christ. And how do you go about it? You need to attend that program that is starting by Sunday. 
Please, if you have not taken the form, we have fun with ushers. Try and get this form. Get yourself involved. Go there. Even during the session, people can benefit from your training as well. People can benefit from the training. So, the way this is done is by being a disciple and making disciples for Jesus Christ. This is how we change the world. So, every Christian should nurture their gift. That is, you must value it. You must value your gift. If you have a gift, you don't value it. You will not know the importance. You need to value your gift. And how do you do this? How do you cultivate the, 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 your, the way? How do you cultivate the way to develop your gift? Through discovery. By developing it and by deploying them. Romans 12. The book of Romans 12. When you look at verse 3 to 8. He tells us how we can go about it. You, you need to, verse 3 is, you have to evaluate honestly, examine and test, and consult with one another. Verse 4 to 5 recognize how each gift helps the body. Verse 4. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not have all the same function. We don't have the same gift. We don't have it. Verse 5. So in Christ, in Christ we, though many, many form one body and each member belong to all others. We belong to one another. So we used to use, we have to use our gift for one another. So you need to recognize that your gift is required for everybody. It helps all the bodies. Six to eight of that uh, Roman twelve. Use the gift in a practical application with God's help. Verse six. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesizing, then do what? Prophesize in accordance with your faith. Verse 7. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then do what? Teach. So you can realize that the Bible has made it clearly how to practice your gift. You need to discover your gift. You must develop your gift. You must find a place to use that gift. Then again, you must dispense it. I told you about dispensers. Get yourself in, 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 in ministry, as I've said. Above all, you need to be thankful. Don't look at my gift. Be grateful to God for the gift that God has given you. Don't look at somebody's gift. If you want to sing like Brother Matthew, 
The choir might be going this way, you might be going the other way. Stick to your own gift. If you want to preach like Brother Cloudy, you may miss your step. The way God has put it before you, do it like that. Keep telling God, this is my gift, Father help me. And he will help you. Practice do what? Make perfect. Don't insulate yourself. Don't run away. Don't say, I don't want pastor to recognize me. Now, I was talking to one sister this morning, early after the, after the, uh, after the VG, talking to the brother. I said, what was sister? I said, oh, this sister. Then I was talking to her. Then I was told that very soon we'll see her using her gift for the glory of God. The sister I'm talking about, she's new, very, very new here. You have been here for donkey years. Okay, don't let me say this, but I will say it. <laughs> Do you have the gift of bench warmers? Right? You know what it means? Bench warmers. That you just sit and make sure the seat is warm. I used to tell my ushering team that, okay, there are some people you don't need to disturb them in the church when they sit down. Because some of us, we have permanent seat in the church. The moment we come, we are going there to sit. Even if I close my eyes, you enter the church, I will lead you with my hand and put you in the same seat. <laughs> Is that a gift? No. Praise the Lord. So, brethren, what is your gift? Make use of those important gifts that God has given you. Your gift should not be used for you only. It shouldn't be used for use only. It should be used for everyone. I used to tell my children, in those days when I was at school, I used to be an... Uh, MC. Even without calling me, I will volunteer. I want to do it. Because I want to make people laugh. When we went to Canada, there something happened. My wife also is there. I said, okay, I'm going to do it. When I started doing it there over there, then my niece came to me. Uncle, how did you get all those things? It's a gift. To God be the glory. If you don't have to smile, it's a gift. Smile at people. You can be in usher. Somebody is sad, is coming, is not happy. You open that 32 and shine it. It's a gift. Hallelujah. So our gift should not be used for ourselves and our selfish purpose. Our gift should be used for the kingdom purpose. Those whom, disciple, those whom that TBLF have discipled today, they are disciple others tomorrow. I'm part of it. I've been disciple. Now I'm also discipling people. You can be part of it. If you know how to teach, you can be part of people that can disciple people. Don't be like a snake that pass through on top of the rock without any trace. If you come to this country, you are not getting yourself involved. 
in any ministry. Please. Try. Even if it is Friday class, intercessory. You can go there. Praise and worship. Ushers. But what? There is terms and condition. And that part of terms and condition is that discipleship training is very important. So, TBLS Church wants you to be more spiritual. Not just spiritual only, spiritually matured. That is why discipleship is taking place. So, discipleship will take you to the place of spiritual maturity. And when you are spiritually mature, your life will be useful for the kingdom of God. Maybe I was hiding before also. I attended discipleship class. When one family was leaving Oman in 2011 or 12, I was telling them that, oh, now that you are going, how will the church of God be? The wife just smiled. I said, you are there. I said, me? There's something we used to say in my country that how do they disciple the dog that concerns someone? And I'm sure Nigerians will understand. I completely said to the sister that no, 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 it can never get to that. He said, no, I see the potential in you. Okay, to God be the glory, here I am today. So, are you hiding? Do you want pastor to pull you out? So, our life will be useful for the kingdom of God. Even Jesus prayed for, for everyone. He prayed to the Father. As you send me into the world, I've sent them into the world. Now, come to think about it. We have 12 um, disciples from the book of Acts that we study. We discovered that 120 became what? Uh, 12 became 120 to 3,000 to 5,000. How do you think it happened? People start showing their gifts. And we were made to understand that the way they organized themselves, those that in charge of this, in charge of that, you can see the church of God also is doing that. So God has sent you into this world. Jesus Christ has sent you into this world. Make use of your gift. He wants you to use your talent. Be a disciple of God by making use of your God-given gift. So, like I said, don't isolate yourself from those who need Jesus Christ. Don't isolate yourself. Sometimes, when I listen to my colleagues in the office, especially the Hindus, when they I listen to them. It's just for me to, for them, for us to have conversation. Then we discuss. Are you practicing that also? Or do you see them that, okay, they have said that we should not have anything to do with them. So how do you bring them in? You need to cultivate the 
habit of getting closer to them. Listen to them. Let them tell you about their own. Then you tell them about yours. Compare the difference. Then they will realize what gift God has given to you. There's somebody in the Bible. He has a gift. They're asking him for a different thing. But he gave a different thing. That person is Peter. Peter didn't give what that man was asking him. What was the gift that Peter gave to him? He gave healing and Jesus Christ to that man. It's a gift that Peter had. So when you use your God-given gift, you are bringing people to the kingdom of God. So, the gifts of the Spirit are meant for growing the church. The church has many different members. We fit into many diverse economical and social categories. That brother that was saying, oh, my gift is administration. How do I use it for the kingdom of God? Example was given. You can use it to organize the program for the church, the seminars. Even we go to park for picnic. You can use your gift as well for that. So we belong to very important group. We belong to the body of God, the body of Christ. So use your gift. You are now in Oman. You are in Oman. And you are in TBLF. What have you done? Let me give you an illustration. Praise the Lord. Then the children are coming in. Let me give you this illustration. There is a salesman who is very slow. He's very, very slow in his work. Very, very slow. So, one day, somebody went to that church, uh, to that store, and discovered that that salesman was no longer there. And he asked the son of the owner of the shop, Oh, where's your salesman? The boy replied, He has left. Oh, does that mean that there's vacancy? I have somebody. He said, No, 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 no. He doesn't leave any vacancy. He doesn't leave any vacancy means he left, they did not even feel, it, feel the impact. When you leave bread of life, how do you want people to remember you? You keep that your gift in your pocket, in your head, in your heart, in your mind. You are not able to dispense it. You have not allowed people to enjoy that. You have not allowed people to benefit. In the future, when you remember, you begin to regret. Oh Lord, had I known. Had I known, we never be our portion in Jesus' name. So use your God-given gift for the kingdom of God. Use that gift to build the word of, the word of God in the heart of people. If I know how to talk, I'm talking to you now. Maybe it's a gift I don't know. But I'm delivering the message that God has given me to pass across to you. Romans 12, 6 to 8. Again, I've read it before. We have, we have different gifts 
according to the grace given to each one of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encourage, is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. If you know your gift doesn't belong to this category, please raise up your hand. Praise God, you are all blessed. So the strength of every church, the strength of every church of God depends on, depends on willingness of member to serve God wholeheartedly. If you refuse, Jesus said if you refuse, he will raise a stone to do it. People, God will bring people that he will use for his kingdom. On closing, I will ask you this question. Do you have the skill the church could use? See wherever God is at work. Join him. Discipleship training starts on Sunday. It's never too late. Get the form and register yourself. See where God is working. And God will bless you as you share your gift with everyone in Jesus' name. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Were you blessed today? Amen. If you look very carefully in today's message, gifts that are given to us are for the benefit and the building of the church alone. Pay attention. The gifts that we receive is only for the building of the church and not for you and not for your gain. So we have to keep that in mind. Keeping that in mind and looking at 1 Corinthians 12 verses 7 to 11, I would like to show nine gifts and I want you to pay very close attention because that's what you're going to pray for this afternoon. And you're going to ask God because in the body of Christ, there is none with none. We all have minimum one gift. And it's good to ask God and he will freely give it to you. And actually you know, you, you, maybe you may not know that you have it, but ask God to reveal it and bring it out today to you. Amen? Number one is revelation. Number two is knowledge. Pay close attention. Number two is knowledge. Number three is discernment of spirit. And that is needed in the present world now. People are perishing because they do not have a discerning spirit. And that's the reason, reason they are led astray. Very important to pray for. Discerning of spirit. Number Next is wisdom. Then is prophecy, interpretation of tongues, tongues, tongues is a double fold, one for your growth, even tongues for the church. Let me not go more further than that. Then faith, miracles, and last, healing. You have heard all these. We'll be standing very soon and you're going to ask the Lord, Lord, 
here are these nine gifts given to me, Lord God. I'm asking you. And God will bless you today in Jesus' name. You will receive your gift. Or you will have a revelation of your gift. Amen. One of the attributes of the Holy Spirit, one of the attributes of the Holy Spirit, He is a helper, or another word, He is the comforter. Brother, uh, Pastor just now read, uh, read it. If you turn to uh, Romans chapter 12 quickly, Romans chapter 12, and if you look at the scripture that Pastor just read, look at verse 8, in Romans 12, verse 8, it says, if it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is to encourage, give it able to encourage. Now, the reason is, I want today, all these other gifts may be difficult for you to manifest, but there's one thing is very easy to manifest, is the gift to encourage people. And many of us, we do not active, be active in this one gift because we are not able to encourage people because we always find fault with people. In any ministry, we look, we find fault. We do not encourage people. You will never know somebody that you are passing by is going through pain and struggle. That's the reason I have asked God to give me the grace that as I'm talking to a brother and sister, I'm praying inside and asking God, give me a word of encouragement for that person. That person might look happy, the person might look well-dressed, but the person is going through some type of turmoil or grief or sorrow. Church today, you can ask God, give me the grace that everybody I pass, help me to give a word of encouragement to that person. That person will not depart from me without being encouraged. It's easy to find fault. It's hard to encourage. So I want you to ask God today. Let us rise, please. Here are the nine gifts given. I want you to bow your heads before God and say, God, your word is true. You're not a liar. I want these gifts. And it's not wrong to even ask for how many you want. According to your faith, you will receive it today in Jesus' name. And if you have the gifts, ask God, for some reason it's not being manifested in my life. Help it to be manifested, Father. This is your time. It's your time. It's your time. It is your time. It is your hour to receive it. You ask, you will receive it in Jesus' name. What you ask will be yours in Jesus' name. Let us take time to do that. Father, I lift up your children right now, Master. And I also stand in agreement with them. Father, your word has said that you have given all these gifts. And you said, ask. And we will receive. Today we pray, Lord, reveal to us what you have bestowed upon us. The day we gave our life to Jesus. The day we believed in you. The day we confessed before you, Lord, you imparted into us these gifts, Lord. And for some reason, they are not being manifested. Father, I rebuke the works of the enemy, that he will take his hand off your children, and that they will be able to manifest the gifts that you have bestowed upon them. Father, above all, give us the grace to be a person of encouragement. Wherever we go, Lord God, whether the people of the world, the people of the church, our family, help us to encourage one another, just as Barnabas, Lord God. 
Father, we pray today in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We thank you for our pastor. Father, we pray that you will bless him. Use him for your glory, Master. Daddy, we are truly grateful for all that you have given to us in Christ Jesus. Help us to know this. Set us free so that we will know the truth of what is being bestowed in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, please submit the discipleship forms after the service. Don't forget to do that. Uh, those of you who are new, please at the end meet one of our pastors. Let us share the grace together. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. For the last time, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Be blessed in Jesus' name and may that be your portion. God bless you.